0: Just one thing, Doctor. Uh, Jamie, would you move this uh, mm. cylinder out of the way I How do it. you know that the next section to this one is an opposite pole? Uh, well, I don't know. Uh, well, then, if it's similar, your idea won't work, will it? We'll just shoot off in the opposite direction. Zoe, don't be such a pessimist.
1: Hello everyone, and thank you for joining us on a quick trip through space and time. My name is Caleb. And I'm Mac. This is a podcast where a Doctor Who veteran and a Doctor Who beginner go through each episode of Doctor Who and give their thoughts on it. And today we're watching um, Pirates of the Solar System.
0: Yep, that's the episode title. But <laughs> but uh, moving forward, just to, just to shorten it, let's call it The Space Pirates. But the Space Pirates was written by Robert Holmes was directed by Michael Hart and produced by Peter Bryant. Boo. Uh, It aired March 8th, 1969 to April 12th, 1969. Caleb, do you you recognize Robert Holmes by any chance? No. The Crotons. Oh, God. His one and only credit so far has been The Crotons.
1: Credit where credit is due. The Crotons was demonstrably better than the episode we just
0: watched. Very true. If I had to choose, I would definitely watch Crotons way more than The Seeds of Death. Oh my god. But hey, put in kazoo noise here. This is the last audio episode that we have to watch. Is that what a kazoo sounds like? Not even a little bit, but your heart was in (laughs) the right place. I am strangely excited for this one. Maybe it's just because, like... I am excited that it's the last audio, but also it's Space Pirates. That's like two of my favorite things. I love Space Pirates, and I want to watch a story about them.
1: (laughs) How can it possibly go wrong?
0: How can it possibly go wrong, they say, tempting fate. The one downside to this, obviously, is that uh, we will have to buy an entire collection for one story. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that is kind of lame, but what can you do? But uh Caleb given everything you know about Dr. Who and given the title of this episode the space pirates what do you think this episode's going to be about
1: have you seen treasure planet yes this isn't the good version of that
0: <laughs> it's like that but worse
1: <laughs> but worse the uh let's see Something else breaks on the TARDIS and the doctor is like, oh man, I, I, we gotta get some loot. We gotta get some sweet booty to buy this new part for the TARDIS. And he's like, I know, we'll invade another space time ship or another spaceship at large. And they, they do the swashbuckling and they meet um, Black Hole Beard, <laughs> <laughs> uh, where his head isn't there. It's just a black hole.
0: <laughs> Caleb. That sounds fucking awesome. (laughs) Even if that's not at all what this story is about, we should write that. That's so fucking cool. And again, I love all things pirate, and you make them space, and that's just better. So I know I'm biased, but, like, that sounds fucking great.
1: (laughs) Swashbuckling Doctor Who fighting Black Hole Beard the pirate.
0: The concept of Black Hole Beard is kind of amazing. (laughs) If nothing else... We've just spawned a good fanfiction idea.
1: <laughs> uh, again, uh, I was like, put us on the board. I feel like I keep doing that. I feel like I keep spitting out uh, fire for great Doctor Who fanfic.
0: That BBC writers will listen to a, a, a nothing podcast uh, and then steal their ideas. And because the podcast is so obscure, no one's going to catch it. Yeah, that's definitely going to happen. <laughs> yeah,
1: Definitely. I'm going to be watching season 29 of Doctor Who in 25 years and be
0: like, hey, that's my idea. (laughs) On that note, we will see you all in the future. Let's get going. Woo! And we're back. May have just been a couple seconds for you, but it was 13 days for us. I'm going to give you a spoiler. It's at the bottom of my list.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd say it's pretty common in the bottom of mine, too.
0: Here's why. I have never in the history of this podcast show ever contemplated just skipping one. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time I've ever been like, maybe we can just go directly into the next one like will anyone really (laughs) notice (laughs) no Uh,
1: yeah like all the episodes are it's episodic right so none of the stories really relate but this one in particular is really not
0: essential at all (laughs) you see why i gave you the the one behind the scenes trivia right
1: yeah yeah it doesn't make it better
0: It doesn't make it good. It doesn't excuse it. It's still a really bad episode. But going forward, for those listening at home, a very important trivia note about this is that this is the very first time that Doctor Who has ever simultaneously shot stories. Because they were filming this one, and they were filming the next one. The next one is much bigger It's very involved and is a very complicated story. So as a result, the TARDIS crew is not in this story nearly as much as they are in previous stories. One might even argue they have absolutely fucking nothing to do with what's going on in this story.
1: (laughs) Yeah, when you said they're not in it as much, I was like, you mean not really in it at all?
0: (laughs) I mean, you know... 14 minutes and 57 seconds isn't that long to wait for the TARDIS to materialize, is it? Is it? In a
1: 23-minute long episode? It's not
0: too long, is it?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. It's such a mess. The worst part is, is, like, it kind of falls into the critiques we have of all all the other audio episodes, but it's, like, the extreme of all the criticisms we usually have, like, there's a lot of talking, and there's a lot of politicking that I don't know or don't care about, and that's the whole thing.
0: The audio episodes wanted to go out with a bang, so they ended with the most audio episode audio episode that we've had to deal with
1: <laughs> yeah we'll we'll say it like that uh spoilers, we didn't like the episode
0: even remotely uh, yeah, we didn't we didn't really uh didn't really care for it. I have. I'm. I'm willing to put this out in the universe now. I'm willing to bet that not only is this going to be our shortest episode yet, it will be our shortest episode. Period. Let's see. <laughs> the 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 current the current record holder is the massacre. So let's see if we can beat the massacre.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow, we had a we had more to say about Edge of Destruction than we did the massacre.
0: I was surprised too.
1: <laughs> that's just only two episodes i know right man when we get to new who and it's only like one 45 minute episode our runtime is gonna cut in half
0: you would think so but there's actually shit to talk about in new Who. <laughs>
1: <sighs> all right are you ready for these absolute banger descriptions
0: by all means only if you're ready for my absolute banger of notes oh my
1: god you can actually see like my mental state just deteriorating <laughs> in all the descriptions which is the case for all of them but it's pretty bad on this one yeah the space pirates episode one the episode opens on alpha one a government beacon orbiting the earth a man named dervish enters and does some work on the beacon and it explodes when they leave on another ship major ian tells general general Hermac that they are having trouble finding the beacon mostly because of the argonite the ship is made of and also because it blew up Ian and his crew are instructed to guard the other beacons at all costs, and alludes to groups destroying them for profit. Then there's a bunch of stuff where the government, called Space Corps, chases the pirates while they do… I don't know, pirate stuff I guess. A whopping 20 minutes into the episode, the TARDIS finally arrives on Alpha 4, another beacon. They are chased by guards for a while, but the guards are eventually killed by the pirates and their leader, Caven. With plenty of time to spare, the pirates go about blowing up the beacon with the doctor and his friends on it.
0: I think it's worth noting that I wrote a couple of notes for each episode. Most of the notes are just oh god, oh god, please help me, oh god. But I wanted to stop paying attention to the fact that the doctor and his companions were barely involved and I wanted to pay attention to what was actually happening in the episode because in later parts it feels like shit's actually happening, it's just that there's nothing that was built up to it so you don't So at no point are you at all invested in what's going on later. So I was like, maybe I was so hung up on how inconsequential this story was that I missed some of that. So I actually re-listened to it again. So I listened to this twice. And second time around, I was going to add more notes in case something jumped out at me. I did not add any more notes the second time around. (laughs) Not even one? Not even one goddamn note. (laughs) I did change my final thoughts because in my initial go through, my final thoughts was, this is the one and only reason why this is not at the bottom of my list. Uh, I changed that to, this is why this is at the bottom of my list. (laughs) But that's the only change I made.
1: Listening to it twice and giving it a second chance actually was worse for the episode.
0: Correct. Um, because my first note is, Please, dear God, don't let this entire story be nothing but techno babble and politics. I'm begging you. <laughs> my prayers fell on deaf ears. I'm sorry, did you say more technobabble <laughs> and more politics? My second note is, This is an episode of Doctor Who, right? Because I had a moment, just briefly, or is like, did I, am I listening to the wrong thing? Because, like, there's no sign of anything Doctor Who related, like, in sight at all. And then at minute 14, 57 seconds, that's when the TARDIS materializes. And then my last note is, oh, fuck.
1: Yeah, that pretty (laughs) much sums it up for me, too. My opinions on the episode are basically in the notes. Or in my description. It's just, uh, wow, it sure is a lot of people talking. And then the government chasing pirate people and something about Argonite.
0: Yeah, there's like some sort of very valuable mineral called Argonite that's basically used in everything. And so it's very valuable, but it also seems very abundant. So I'm not sure why pirates are trying to steal it. Because if it's super abundant, it doesn't seem like it would have a whole lot of intrinsic value. I don't know. I'm Jurassic straws. I'm trying to think of something interesting to say, but I can't think of anything. Because the Space Pirates feel like they're not even part of this story called the Space Pirates. Am I crazy about that? No. Um, I...
1: (laughs) You'll realize this in, like, the second and third episode descriptions, but the Space Pirates don't even become relevant until, like, episode four. Yeah. (laughs) Especially, oh my god, the next episode. I don't even know how to articulate how I feel about it. But boy, howdy. Really, everyone in this episode is irrelevant except the worst character.
0: Yes. Has that worst character been introduced yet, or is that next episode? That's next episode. Okay, just making sure, because I know who you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of hard to not know who you're talking about. <laughs> Here's a late Christmas present to you, future me. This episode's going to be easy as fuck to edit, because I'm done. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i am also done and that cackle i just did was me cackling as i stare into the
0: abyss <laughs> i stare into the abyss the abyss stared back and i laughed in its face
1: basically i stared at the abyss and my show notes stared back at me
0: <laughs>
1: all, right. all right episode two episode i guess two. <laughs> i hope everyone enjoys this <laughs> Oh. Uh, yeah, they've been watching us slowly slip into madness ever since this like, new producer uh, Caleb, took over. Caleb,
0: I'll be honest, like I played with the idea of like maybe we should just have this tacked on to the beginning of the next episode. But then the next episode is ten parts long. It's going to be long enough as it is. It doesn't need space pirates tacked onto it. So I was like, no, I don't want to do that. If it was literally anything other than the one ten parter, I'd say let's just tack it on to the next one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> no 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 no! i want a two and a half hour podcast episode you might get it all right episode two episode two the doctor and his friends are unconscious on the destroyed beacon cut to another dude on some other ship cooking breakfast this is milo and he's really fucking annoying he's arrested by ian and explains he's a prospector or something and he doesn't answer to anybody he agrees to help them find the alpha four beacon but general Hermac believes he has evidence that clancy is a pirate Oh, also, the Doctor and his crew are stuck on the beacon and will run out of oxygen eventually. Clancy leads a team down to the destroyed beacon and finds the Doctor and the others. When Jamie rushes at him, he panics and shoots him. This whole episode is introducing Milo Clancy. Yes, it is. The worst character to ever exist on anything, ever.
0: Milo Clancy, I I hate him. I was actually kind of almost interested a little bit at the beginning of this. I was like... Is the TARDIS crew not going to interact with anything else that's going on? Because in a really trolly kind of way, that would be hilarious.
1: <laughs> they just kind of stumble into the rooms where there were big shootouts and like, what happened here?
0: Yeah, yeah. It doesn't even do that.
1: <laughs> I would have preferred that episode.
0: These these were my thoughts as I was thinking them when this episode was going down. So I'll just read you my note word for word. I feel like I could. Be saying things about what's going on, like the idea of an old-timey prospector who doesn't lack these newfangled technology that the kids are using these days, and and yet he is using technology that is far more advanced than what we use today. Like that could be an interesting concept, but who the fuck cares? Because it feels like we're doing nothing but just farting around. Clancy was brought on board the military ship they interrogate him and then Clancy leaves and it feels like that one conversation was the entire episode because it was because it was like there's there's a cute moment where uh the doctor says we're going to use like magnetic polarities to get the part that we're on to the part that the TARDIS is on so that we can escape uh but it's basically a coin flip to see whether we're going to be using opposite polarities which means we will be drawn together or we're going to be using the same polarities in which case we'll be shot further apart it's a literal 50-50 shot and Zoe points this out that they could be lost in space forever and the doctor replies with her to not be such a pessimist I've decided that's what I'm going to use as the intro to this podcast episode because I cannot think of any other moment in this entire goddamn story that stands out at mm-hmm. all mm other than the one moment in this entire story that made me go, it's like <laughs> a short little exhale through my nose. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: the doctors
1: doing that classic TikTok meme of men just telling women, just don't worry about it.
0: And then at the end of this episode, Jamie gets shot and I knew Jamie wasn't dead, but I almost wished that he was because then we would have something to talk about and something had yeah. happened, but he just got stunned. And he walks yeah. it off by the end of the fifth minute of the next episode.
1: And also, me, I'm sitting there listening to it. I don't know anything about how this episode's gonna go. And I get to the end of episode two and he gets shot and it's always like, You murderer! And I'm like, he's not dead.
0: He's not dead. Obviously he's not dead.
1: <laughs> I have no investment in the stakes, and there's no fucking way they're killing out Jamie McGrimm.
0: Though let's let's take a glimpse into this alternate reality though. Can you imagine if Jamie died in the Space Pirates? i would be so bad <laughs> this is this is worse than vicky go, going off at the end of the Mythmakers. like
1: <laughs> i was just about to say that <laughs> grant it would be par for the course to have like great companions go out on shitty episodes that has happened basically with every companion i like yeah basically and then the companions i hate get great outros
0: i hope you enjoyed all those talking points i just brought up uh because that was the peak of my notes We can continue on to episode three if you want.
1: Yeah, my singular note for this episode was the whole episode is about Milo. Yes. (laughs) Because it is, and I am going crazy at this point. All right, episode three. This one's also a banger. Hermac continues his investigation to Clancy and wants him arrested. On the beacon, it's clear Jamie was only stunned by the shot, and he takes the doctor and his friends back to Clancy's ship. However, he evades being destroyed by the Space Corps and runs off with the companions. Hermac uses his contact Madeline to track to try and track clancy down clancy takes them to the planet ta where the space pirates have a secret base the doctor and his friends sneak away and end up stumbling into a said pirate base and being shot at by caven
0: it honestly is remarkable just how much the doctor and the companions have absolutely nothing to do with what's going on
1: yeah the first half of this episode is like the general guy like talking to like people that he thinks might know clancy to see if he's a pirate like and, like it's literally half the episode mm-hmm
0: and clancy is our protagonist of this story and we fucking hate clancy we should probably explain why we hate clancy
1: oh okay i'll do it okay go ahead <laughs> there's plenty of reasons to hate clancy this is the reason though this is the reason i hate him because well, by golly he talks like this the whole episode
0: <laughs> Mm-hmm. That character voice, that accent, whatever you want to call it, gets thicker and thicker and thicker. And to the point where by the end of the story, I have no idea what the fuck he's talking about. I, mm-hmm. I am honestly that that clip from The Big Lebowski of just, what in God's holy name are you blabbering about? Anytime he talks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's Sandy Cheeks, Craig to 11.
0: <laughs> but like, Sandy Cheeks, when she's pretending to be just a dumb squirrel in the episode about squirrel jokes. That one. that mm-hmm. That's Sandy Cheeks. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he's doing a caricature of that specific thing of Sandy Cheeks yeah. the whole time.
0: My note is that because this was the first time that the doctor actually interacted with the actual cast of this story, my only note that I haven't already brought up before this is straight up, you could start with this episode and lose nothing. Uh, I then went back and added a sub note to that and saying, then again, you could probably skip this entire story and miss nothing.
1: Yep. And that gets truer and truer. Uh, I have nothing else to say about this episode. They get away and they go to the planet and rootin' tootin' shootin'. They run into space pirates.
0: They're just hanging out while Clancy does things. And now they get kidnapped by pirates so that they can hang out with the pirates while they do things. Sorry, I just spoiled all of episode four. Please continue. Wow, let's skip to episode five. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck it, let's skip to final thoughts. (laughs)
1: Episode 4. The Doctor and his friends fall down a mine shaft and escape the pirates. There they find Sorba, one of the guards who chased them back on the beacon, wounded and barely alive. They struggle to find a way out, but the the Doctor manages to find a hidden door with an audio lock, which is still the dumbest mechanism for locking people up. There's some other stuff about moving Argonite segments to another planet named Lobos or Lobos or something. Clancy appears and helps the travelers escape, and it's still unclear whose side he is on. They meet up with Madeline and ask for help, but she refuses because she doesn't trust Clancy. Cayman shows up and kills Sorba and threatens to kill any other heroes.
0: The audio quality in this episode took a dip. It suddenly just felt like somebody putting up a tape recorder up to a TV screen rather than any actual official recording. So on to episode five. (laughs) (laughs)
1: I mean, like, really, they just change hands here. So, like, they get away from the pirates. There's a bunch of fucking exposition about Clancy and Madeline's relationship because, like, Clancy used to, like, be a rootin' tootin' cowboy with Madeline's dad, and then Madeline's dad disappeared.
0: Were they cowboys? Was that what it was? I, they, they had some sort of escapades.
1: I didn't pay that close attention. He, he,
0: he kept referring to Madeline's dad as her partner. But, I was, but it was it was unclear whether they were partners in crime, partners in business, or they just fucked. Like, there was absolutely no indication <laughs> of, like, what kind of partner it was. He was just, my partner! I'm like, okay. You want to elaborate a little bit, Clancy? No? Okay.
1: Clancy's also kind of like the crazy prospector from Gravity Falls. But not as entertaining. But not as entertaining.
0: Because... Um, Old Man McGucket is one of my two favorite characters in that show. So I do not want Clancy to be compared to Old Man McGucket. Because Old Man McGucket is a national treasure. <laughs> okay, okay. vaguely
1: in the caricatures and 100% in the way he talks, he's Old Man McGucket. But he's not the, like,
0: really zany, out of his mind. Yeah, yeah. Reasons we love McGucket. I mean, we can talk about McGucket if you want. I'm, I'm down because my note honest to god says i have long since stopped trying to keep an ear out for things to talk about i am expecting this podcast episode to just be going on tangents and i am okay with that that is the (laughs) note that i wrote down (laughs) so if you want to talk about old man mcgucket like i could talk about that for hours (laughs) this is a
1: gravity falls podcast now
0: he's tied with bill in terms of my favorite character okay
1: but for real can we do a gravity falls
0: podcast i'm down Fuck it. Let's do it. Let's stop this episode right now. Start doing Gravity Falls.
1: There's nothing else to say. They literally just escape pirates. Exposition dump about Madeline and Clancy, and then they get caught by the pirates again. Yep. Ooh, episode five. Wow. Holy hell. I have no idea what's going on anymore. Warren and Hermac track down segments back to Lobos. The Doctor and his friends are held hostage by Caven's crew, and he reveals to Madeline that he plans on framing Clancy for the whole operation to get Space Corps off their heels. The Doctor and friends find Dom, Mad's father, locked in a study. He's apparently been in the same room for several years. Mad tries to find the room where the prisoners are being kept, and that is literally like half the fucking episode. Eventually she does find them, and they all escape on Clancy's ship. But Caven has beebooped some override controls onto it, and it begins to go crazy and fill with smoke.
0: You know, it's really interesting. Uh, listening to you do these recaps because I'm just like, oh, really? Really, that happens? Oh, okay. I didn't know that. (laughs) Like, I remember in the last episode, you said that uh, the guy that they got trapped in the cell with was the security guard that shot at them in, like, the first episode. And I was like, it was? I didn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) At this point, I feel like I've completely lost track of anything that's happened, and I have no idea what's going on, and I don't care to such a degree that I've resigned myself. It's impossible for me to say anything of interest, because I recognize there's significant drama happening here, that this woman finding out that her father is not only still alive, but is being held prisoner by this other guy that she was having business dealings with, and who's also a space pirate captain. That all sounds interesting. At no point in this story have they done anything to give me half make me give half a shit about any of the things i just said so i don't care
1: yep i had similar thoughts so when i get to this episode i mean i literally start with holy hell i have no idea what's going on and it's true because at this point i really start to lose track of everything it's not entirely clear where anything is anymore Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or how people are related to each other and actually quite literally so they're in the pirate base which is also apparently like Madeline's base of operations slash her father's base of operations because he disappeared several years ago. And by disappeared, I mean someone locked him in his study and just kind (laughs) of left him there. Um, And he's gone, like, basically feral, and it takes Clancy fucking rambling about their past adventures and showing him a picture of Madeline when she's like a little girl for him to be like, oh, Madeline. And then I don't know how that becomes relevant because i don't remember him being in the rest of the episode
0: i'm not sure if i mentioned this in the intro but uh i'll go ahead and say now the writer of this episode was robert holmes and he will go on to write several episodes the one episode that he has already written was the crotons Mm. and like crotons was fine but like it was leagues better than this yeah (sighs) (sighs) Ugh. It's hard
1: for me to have anything to say because I don't really know what's going on. Yeah,
0: anymore. that 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 really is it. Like we have no idea. It's like they're they're picking up the plot, assuming that they've set up a whole lot of things, and they they haven't really.
1: And then in the next episode, it gets worse because like characters start talking to one another, and I'm like, wait, no, I thought they were with these people, or I thought these people were on a spaceship going that way, but they're talking. Mm-hmm. It, it gets very wild and very confusing. And again, the companions and the Doctor are just nowhere to be fucking found. In it.
0: you know that you know that like joking meme thing where it's like of Kingdom Hearts, where it's like it's showing a, like a very dramatic scene from Tangled of like uh, of Eugene like dying in Rapun- Rapunzel's arms, and then it goes to a wide shot and Sora, Donald, and Goofy are there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that image just popped into my head, but. That... <laughs> <laughs> it seemed relevant
1: it's very relevant so oh also uh, this is my last note in this episode half of this episode is literally madeline being like well where are the prisoners being kept and like every guard she talks to being like oh i don't know and just kind of like brushing her off onto the next guy yeah
0: episode six
1: boy howdy we are burning through it remember uh it's important to note the last episode we recorded was seeds of death and we kept commenting the whole time how fast we were burning through that episode
0: yeah i started i started editing that one today and i was just like wow a lot happened in seeds of death huh <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow man, this is such a dumpster fire i don't even know <laughs> my first sentence in the episode description for episode six is kill me now please so we're, go- we're doing great i'm gonna keep reading the description now kill me now please Cabin and dervish's partnership deteriorates as the companions b-boop their way around gain control of the ship i'm really confused where everyone is at this point the crew are eventually picked up by the space corps and clancy tells Hermac everything about the space pirates Caven decides he's just going to blow everyone to hell, and only Clancy can save everyone because he... isn't trapped, I think? Clancy frees them, the Doctor deactivates the bomb, and Caven is blown up by Space Corps. The companions find the TARDIS and fuck off. And that's the end of the motherfucking audio episodes!
0: Caleb, you're wrong. That's not how the episode ended. The episode ended with Clancy offering to give them a ride back to back to the TARDIS... And then Jamie, uh, remembering the the bumpy ride on Clancy's ship, and he says, "Oh well, maybe in that case I'd rather walk." And then they all just like, ah, ha, 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 freeze frame. The credits start rolling. Like it. it oh my god! You're right. They didn't even get back to the. <laughs> they Tardis. didn't even fuck off in the TARDIS yet. <laughs> it was just like mid '90s wholesome sitcom. Just like everyone laughs at the joke and then freeze frame. That's. <laughs> Fuck this story, Caleb. (laughs) I think I just gave up.
1: (laughs) You missed the most important part of the description where I said it's the end of the audio episode. It is.
0: It is. Ding dong, the witch is dead. The only thing I have to say about this specific episode is that um, I wrote the final thoughts of this story as the opening credits were rolling because I knew that my opinion wasn't going to change by the end of this episode. And also that I asked, are we there yet? A lot.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I, uh, my only note, I already said, I genuinely have, I could not keep track of where everyone was.
0: By this, by this point, it was impossible to keep track.
1: And also, I didn't care
0: enough to. Yeah. I cared enough to listen to it a second time because I was like, surely there was something. There was something, right? No, there wasn't.
1: Also, very important to emphasize that the companions are in, like, the Doctor and his companions are in maybe 30% of the entire fucking story.
0: Maybe. Uh, on that note, I want to go into trivia, and there's one piece of trivia in particular that I really, really want to, want to say. <clears throat> Wendy Padbury has absolutely zero memory of working on this story. <laughs> <laughs> well? The writer, Robert Holmes, was doing his best to uh, write a space western Mm. How well do you think he did, Caleb, as the as the group uh, Western fan? How do you think Mister Bobby Holmes did? Well,
1: by golly, there is a guy with the most cartoonish Western accent ever.
0: And from a middle aged British man's perspective, that's all you need. That's what makes it Western. That's all
1: you need. This is going to do great with Americans.
0: I think there was there was one bit character. I think he was one of the soldiers. I think he was, I think he was the general's right-hand man, I'm not sure, who was talking with an American accent, and by that I mean he was, again, just doing an impression of John Wayne. <laughs> 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 so you know how the producer, Peter Bryant, has had nothing but stinkers this entire time? Mm-hmm. Like, it, he he took care of everything after Enemy of the World? Mm-hmm. You'll be happy to know, this is his last story. Oh, thank God. <laughs> the peter bryant era was rough but we are through it
1: (laughs) we're through it uh i'll give him the credit of he did have fury from the deep which i think is my second favorite episode
0: he had some episodes that were like had enough good mixed in there that i can't actually call it bad but he also had the highest concentration of bad episodes of second doctor episodes yeah
1: uh i would almost say it's the highest concentration of bad episodes so far (laughs)
0: feel like there was one era of the first doctor that was really fucking rough for us but
1: if i'm being honest in the past like several episodes we've watched my feelings about doctor who have kind of reverted to how i felt like
0: early first doctor (laughs) i don't blame you caleb there have been some really bad ones
1: and like it's it's kind of tough because like the first half of this i i feel i feel like this era is starting to wrap up and I feel like my kind of view of like the legacy of the Second Doctor has really been soured by the past five or six episodes.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't really blame you. The only other trivia note is that this is the only penultimate episode of a Second Doctor season that does not feature a companion departure.
1: Oh, fun fact.
0: Uh, but uh, we'll we'll go ahead and just g- jump into final thoughts, which I feel like we've already been digging into. I, I came up with an analogy, and I think this works perfectly because. I heard the title Space Pirates, and I'm like, oh, damn, that's my shit. I can't wait to hear about some some Space Pirates adventures. You know that that gif of the raccoon with the cotton candy that he tries to wash, and it, like, dissolves in his hands? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was me. That was me watching this episode. I was so excited for the cotton candy, and it just... It just disappeared from my hands and I'm looking up wondering what happened and no one's giving me an answer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not good. I'm, I'm going to take this opportunity. Uh, it's pretty clear what I think about the episode. I'm going to take this opportunity at large to recommend to our audience. If you haven't done it yet, like if you aren't listening and watching along with us, don't listen to any of the audio episodes. That is my official opinion. Because if there's an audio episode... If it's good, it's already been animated.
0: For the most part, I think you're right.
1: The only one I would, like, for sure recommend, because, like, we listen to The Mock Terror, but I think that one's animated. That man, one does right? have an
0: animated version, yes.
1: The only thing I could really possibly think of that I was like, yes, this would be so worth listening to is the last ten minutes of the Dalek Master Plan. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to the rest of it. Just go listen to, like, that Sarah chick getting turned into dust, and then that, that's it.
0: <laughs> now. The Myth makers, other than Vicky's shitty ass departure, was pretty good. It had a lot of solid writing.
1: That's true, and it's kind of funny. So
0: yeah, yeah. Other than that, everything else is passable and definitely skimmable. Um, the o- I'm looking at the top five of both my both the first Doctor and the second Doctor. The only audio one is the Mocker Terror. That's in either of those lists. Yeah, so um,
1: they are. Do not spend. <laughs> How much have we spent on these, Mac?
0: way way too much time
1: uh not not just time i think i spent money of like 75 dollars on these audio collections don't do that
0: 65 dollars because there's there's five collections and each of them are are 13 dollars so yeah 65 dollars don't do that and and we were we were housing it so like (laughs) yeah even less
1: so we we only spent 30 dollars each don't spend any dollars
0: but yeah and then the only other final note i have that's worth a damn is that uh the one that i changed uh this is at the bottom of my list because at least with all other bad episodes and even boring audio dramas i can at least think of one scene or one idea something that i liked that stood out in my mind like even on a conceptual level but this this story is such a blank space in my mind that after we're done with the doctor is out i imagine i will forget that it even exists
1: yep which is weirdly enough largely my opinion on all the audio dramas (laughs) oh god well that's it for this episode guys thanks for listening if you want to support the podcast the best thing you can do is uh give us five stars and tell your friends about it you can listen to this podcast on apple podcasts and spotify google podcasts you know all the major podcast things If you want to follow us, you can follow us on Twitter at QuickTripDW. You can also follow me there at CelebrityWriter, and you can follow Mac on his YouTube channel, MacTheMath, where he does insightful videos about video games.
0: And join us next time on a quick trip through space and time in which we finally watch the threatened 10 episode story, which I actually predict is going to end up being one of Caleb's favorites in the War Games.
1: This is a podcast where a Doctor Who veteran and a Doctor Who veteran. Uh, that, that, that.
0: And this You're not a veteran podcast. yet, Clark.
1: <laughs> I, I feel like it.